Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Devon Energy Corporation, ticker symbol DVN. Devon Energy just recently made an acquisition of Valdius Energy for $1.8 billion in cash. They've also been one of the top performing stocks this year in the S&P 500, and they're paying out quite a lucrative 6.3% dividend yield. So we'll be looking at the company's fundamentals today to help us get a better understanding of what's been going on with Devon Energy. So currently they're trading for $74.29 per share. Over the past year, their stock price is up about 81.5%. Over five years, their stock price has doubled. They're up about 15% compounded annually over this time. They're up more than 11 times from their COVID lows during March of 2020. Over 10 years, the business is only up at a rate of 1.7% compounded annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, Devon Energy has only compounded at a rate of 3.5% compounded annually. Keep in mind that this is not including the dividends that the company is paying out. Again, currently they have a 6.3% dividend yield. So Devon Energy is only $5 under their 52-week high. They're up more than double from their 52-week low. A little over 2% of their shares outstanding are currently sold short and they have a $48.5 billion market cap, so they are a large business. For background about the company, Devon Energy, based in Oklahoma City, is one of the largest independent exploration and production companies in North America. The firm's asset base is spread throughout onshore North America and includes exposure to the Delaware, Stack, Eagle Ford, Powder River Basin, and Bakken Plays. At year-end 2021, Devon's proven reserves totaled 1.6 billion barrels of oil equivalent, and net production that year was 572,000 barrels of oil equivalent a day, of which oil and natural gas liquids made up 74% of production, with natural gas accounting for the remainder. Devon Energy operates over 5,000 gross wells, the company was incorporated in 1971 and is headquartered in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. For our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Devon Energy based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis will continue to evolve and improve over time. I'm no expert on energy exploration companies. However, looking at Devon's fundamentals today is at least an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. For metric number one, we want their average five-year return on capital to be above 14%. So there are a couple of reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. And the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured by return on capital. So Devon Energy as an oil and natural gas exploration company is going to have their returns on capital be pretty dependent on the overall pricing of those oil and natural gas commodities. It's not surprising to see the returns on capital fluctuate pretty significantly here. They had three years with pretty minuscule returns on capital. 2018 was just slightly better than average, but since coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns in 2021, they had pretty impressive returns on capital at over 20%. And currently over their last 12 months, they've actually averaged 38% returns on capital. So as the pricing of oil and natural gas have gone higher, Devon has significantly benefited. Keep in mind though that the oil and natural gas industry as a commodity business is cyclical in nature. It's gonna have these high booms and it will also have low busts. And ultimately their return on capital is gonna be in part dependent on commodity pricing. Averaged out over time, we get a better sense of this boom and bust cycle for Devon. 
over the last five years, even with these couple of good years recently, Devon Energy is only averaging about a 6.6% return on capital, which is dragged down significantly from 2017, 2019, and 2022 year performance. So this is just slightly below average, and this is well below that 14% mark we're looking for. And so this is going to be an X to start off on metric number one. Metric number two, here we're taking a high-level overview of the cash coming into the business. We want their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows to have grown over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for a check, or if even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. From 2017 to 2021, Devon Energy has about doubled their revenues. Including the last 12 months, these revenue numbers are up nearly tripling. Their earnings over the same period are up more than five times, and their free cash flows more than doubled from 2017 to 2021, including their last 12 months again. Their free cash flows are up more than four times from where they were at in 2017. So all three of these are up. This is going to be our first check on metric number two. Metric number three, here we're looking at the business from the perspective of an individual shareholder in the company by looking at the company on a per share basis. We want their earnings per share to have grown over this time. And indeed, that's what we're seeing here. Their earnings per share were negative in 2017, and now they are positive. They were positive in 2021, and they are positive over their last 12 months. So this is a check here. One thing that's worth noting is that their earnings per share have not grown as fast as their earnings have over this time frame, which clues us into the fact that Devon has been diluting existing shareholders. So actually, most of their shareholder dilution came in last year in 2021, but the company has issued 27% additional shares in 2021 pretty much alone. So it's worth your time to figure out exactly why the company was issuing shares here. It may have been related to the effects that COVID had on the business, or it could have been in part for acquisitions the company was making. So that's something you would just want to have more perspective on and understand in more depth. But ideally, we don't want businesses to be diluting existing shareholders because when you're purchasing a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that business. So when a business issues new shares and dilutes existing shareholders, they're decreasing shareholders' ownership percentage in the business, which is ultimately going to decrease the percentage of the business's profits that you as a shareholder are entitled to. So even though their earnings have gone up over this time, as a long-term shareholder in the business, your percentage of those earnings would have been diluted by 27%. That's something to keep in mind and learn more about going forward. But this is still another check here on metric number three, as their earnings per share are up over the last five years. Metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. So even with their shareholder dilution, they've managed to grow their free cash flows by quite a bit over this time. Over their last 12 months, they're averaging more than $8 per share in free cash flows alone. And so this is another check here on metric number four. Then for metric number five, we're evaluating how the business utilizes leverage, especially relative to their cash flows. We want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the past five years. Devon Energy ended last year with about $4.7 billion in net debt. Since then, they brought this net debt down. Currently, they have $3.5 billion of net debt. And over the last five years, they produced $5 billion of free cash flow. So with less than one year worth of free cash flow, Devon Energy would be able to pay back all of this debt. Additionally, over their last 12 months, they brought in $5.5 billion in free cash flow alone. So relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows, Devon Energy looks like it is not overly levered. They're using very appropriate amounts of leverage in their business, and it looks like the company is in a strong financial position. This is another check on metric number five. So far through our first five metrics, we have four checks and only one X. 
For our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flows to their enterprise value to give us a yield above 5%. If this is the case, this will give us a slight risk premium to the risk-free rate of the 10-year treasury and potentially give us a reason to be interested in the business. We're using their total enterprise value here because it's going to take into account both their market cap and their net debt position and give us a better picture of the economic reality of the business, more similar to as if Devon were a private company. So currently, Devon Energy has a total enterprise value of $52 billion, and we learned that in the last five years, they produced about $5 billion. That means that in an average year, they're producing about $1 billion of free cash flow over this time. So when we divide $1 billion of their average free cash flow by $52 billion for their total enterprise value, that is only going to give us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of 1.9%. So that's about half of the rate of the 10-year treasury currently, and that's below half of the 5% mark we were looking for. So on an average basis, this is an X here on metric number six. Worth being aware of, based off of their abilities to produce free cash flows in their last 12 months, Devon Energy has produced $5.5 billion of free cash flow in that time period alone. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise yield for the business, when we divide their $5.5 billion of their last 12 months of free cash flows by their $52 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 10.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So because on an average to a current basis, there's such a difference here, economic reality for this business likely lies somewhere in the middle. And if the price of oil and natural gas stay high, the company could be able to produce quite a bit of more free cash flow going forward into the future than they have been able to historically. So that is something to potentially be interested about in the business. Then as mentioned, Devon Energy pays out a 6.3% dividend yield. However, it's really easy to make mistakes by blindly chasing dividend yield, so instead it's important to stop and look at the fundamentals of a business to determine if their dividends are well supported by their cash flows or earnings depending on the type of business. For Devon Energy, we want their dividends to be supported by their cash flows, and in four out of these last five years that was the case. They were pretty close to supporting this fully in 2019 but didn't quite get there. Also to note is that they paid out more than 80% of their cash flows as dividends in 2020, which is somewhat controversial from a capital allocation approach. However, since the business has rebounded on the back of some really strong commodity pricing in oil and natural gas, as the prices of those commodities have gone higher, the company has done quite well. They've drastically increased their cash flows per share, and they've been paying out about 50% of their cash flows as dividends over this time. So that was the case both in 2021 and over the last 12 months. Over the last 12 months, they've earned more than $8 per share in free cash flows, and they paid out about $3.60 in dividends per share. It looks like if Devon is able to keep up high free cash flows that have been higher than where they've been at historically, if the price of oil stays high, that the business should be able to support paying out these dividends in a pretty reasonable way into the future. It does look like their dividend profile is in pretty healthy shape here. Even still, the past is not an accurate predictor of future results, and so if you're interested in this business in part because of their abilities to pay out dividends, you would want to understand what management's capital allocation approach is specific to their dividend payments. So then here we're using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Devon Energy. So starting with an average of their free cash flows over the last five years, and then projecting their free cash flows out into the future based off of the business's abilities to historically grow their free cash flows in the past, so using a growth stage for the company over the next 10 years where their average free cash flow increases at a rate of 8.3% annually, and then using a terminal stage over the 10 years out after that, so projecting 20 years out in the future in total, where that growth falls by more than half and they only grow at a rate of 4% annually. If we add in their tangible book value today, 
and we want a 10% rate of return going forward from the company, then a potential fair value for the business looks like it would be at about $67 per share. So down a little less than $7.5 from where the business is at currently. Keep in mind that the inputs for this discounted cash flow model are assumptions that you need to do your own work on to determine if these assumptions are accurate and potentially applicable going forward for Devon Energy to be a potential baseline estimate for where they could be at in the future. Secondly, this 10% rate of return, the discount rate we're using, would be including the company's dividends. Currently, they're paying out about a 6.3% dividend yield, so that would be included in this. Using these same assumptions from today's prices, it looks like a reasonable rate of return for the business going forward would be about 8% compounded annually. Again, that's based off those same assumptions that you need to check, and this would be including their dividend yield, so it looks like the company's stock price would only be compounding at a rate of about 2% annually from here. So keep in mind that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered financial and legal professionals. Investing does come with the risk of losing money permanently. So you want to make sure you're diligent and you do your own work here. So in summary, Devon Energy checks the box on four out of six of our metrics. On an average basis, they're only earning about average returns on capital. However, over their last 12 months, they've earned significantly above average returns on capital on the back of higher prices of oil and natural gas. Higher oil prices have also fueled the business's revenues, earnings, and free cash flow growth. And so really, if you're interested in the business, you would want to be an expert in the oil and natural gas space and understand what the prices of those are likely to do now and into the future as they're going to significantly impact Devon Energy's business. So the company has grown at quite a high rate over the last five years. So even with diluting shareholders 27% in fiscal 2021, their per share metrics are up. Again, you're going to want to dig in and learn more about the business to understand why that shareholder dilution occurred. The company has also been aggressively paying down their debt and based off of their abilities to produce free cash flows, it looks like they're using an appropriate amount of leverage in their business. Then on an average free cash flow basis, it doesn't look like the business is that attractive relative to its enterprise value. However, on a current free cash flow to enterprise value basis, it does look like the business is potentially offering some premium there. And so again, the economic reality is likely going to be somewhere in between those two. Understanding where their cash flows are likely to be at in the future is something that you're going to just want to learn more about the business and the industry that they operate in in more depth to understand further. Then since the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns ended, Devon Energy has been booming. They've increased their cash flows by a ton, and they've also increased their dividend payouts by a ton. And looking at their dividend profile, it did look like their dividends were well supported by their cash flows. Finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Devon Energy based off of their average free cash flows and their historical abilities to grow their free cash flows over the last 25 years or so. If you were seeking a 10% rate of return going forward from the business, you'd have to wait for the company's share price to drop by about $7 per share. A reasonably fair value for the business would be about $67 per share. And from today's prices, you could reasonably expect about an 8% rate of return going forward from Devon Energy if the assumptions that we used in that discounted cash flow model are accurate and applicable for Devon Energy going forward into the future. That's a big if, 
that requires you to do your own homework to better understand this company in more depth. Again, keep in mind that those rates of return would be including the company's dividend payments. To reiterate, this type of analysis is not financial advice. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered financial and legal professionals. This type of analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding of Devon Energy Corp to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about the business. If you're interested in learning more about the company, I would point you to start with the company's filings. You can read through their 10Ks and get a sense of both the history and the operating results of the company. Management will also lay out some of the potential risks that the company faces, and you'll get a better understanding of the environment that Devon Energy operates in and management's strategy for the business going forward. Also, by reading through those filings, you'll get a deeper understanding of both the character and competence of management and how they're approaching capital allocation. When you're finished with their 10Ks, I would also recommend reading through their 10Qs, as well as reading through some of their recent quarterly earnings call transcripts get a more quarter by quarter perspective of the company going forward. So as a value investor, ultimately you're trying to conduct this research as if you're gonna own 100% of the business and you can truly understand the essence of Devon Energy. By doing this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and quantitative aspects of the company and you'll be able to judge for yourself what an appropriate intrinsic value for the business should be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Devon Energy Corporation, ticker symbol DVN. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Devon Energy with me, and have a great day.